Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Hey guys, welcome back to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa. And I am so sorry that I have not recorded any episodes um, the past few weeks because my children have been sick. I've been super busy with taking care of them and having to just reschedule all of my appointments, Uh, but they're better. They're back in school and I am glad that it wasn't COVID. It was just severe allergies and then sinus infections and all that other stuff that comes with this weather changing from really cold to um, warm. So that is the reason why I hadn't been able to record. And also they're building homes next to my house and it's really loud. And then in my office, they were moving in next door and it was kind of loud too. So they're still building homes. So if you hear hammering and saws, um, excuse their the neighbors, I guess, (laughs) their workers that are um, building and uh, working on that. So today is the first episode of how to minimize your anxiety and get rid of it, get rid of that dreadful anxiety that keeps us from living the life that we truly want to live. So today I'm talking about just the number one thing that you should do prior to going to therapy, prior to anything that um, you feel you need to do for your anxiety and the most important thing. So even when you start therapy, I think you need to do this. Um, And it's learn to not fear your anxiety. And I know it's going to take time. I know it's like, what? How can I not fear my anxiety? And I've talked about this before in another episode, but I want to go deeper into why it's really important and what we can do to not fear our anxiety. So fearing our anxiety, when we get anxiety, it's a horrible feeling, right? We Whether you just get heart palpitations or shortness of breath or dizzy or sweaty palms or just start sweating or that tingling um, in your legs in your arms, whatever symptom you get, nauseous, whatever. There's so many different symptoms, right? So whatever it is that you start feeling when you get anxious, it just makes our mind fear that it's something else, especially when you don't know or you've never had anxiety before. You start thinking like, am I sick? Am I going to have a heart attack? What's going on with me? And so we start fearing our symptoms. We start fearing our own body. And the body is made that way for us to protect ourselves. So anxiety is created in the amygdala. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's created in the part of the brain called the amygdala. And we actually have two amygdalas, but it's just called the amygdala. That's how they refer um, it to. They refer to the amygdala. Um, And so the amygdala is there to create symptoms to get your body and your adrenaline to get moving. So when that happens, back when we were, 
you know, living in the caves, it was meant for us to be able to get that energy, the adrenaline to run. If there was a lion, if there was a, you know, whatever bear, whatever was around us, it was, it was created so we can have that energy and that adrenaline to run. Um, the problem is that we don't need that anymore, right? We needed to make quick decisions like, oh, I mean, I'm in danger or there's a fire and let me go leave and run out the door, but we're not in danger every single day. But the body still thinks that. And so it creates that alarm in our physical body for us to get moving. It's the fight or flight, right? What are you going to do? And so we don't need that anymore, only for certain things. A little bit of anxiety is okay, right? But we still get those symptoms. And sometimes it's hard for us to turn it off because the mind is just scanning for danger. And so anytime that you get any type of feeling that mimics anxiety, it can cause anxiety. So when you drink coffee, if when you get anxious, your heart starts palpitating, then you're going to think that it's an anxiety attack. And there goes your mind thinking, oh my goodness, I'm getting anxious. And when we start looking for anxiety, we'll find it. And then we start fearing it, right? We start fearing that, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a panic attack. Or if you're at work, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, what are my coworkers going to think? Because there's still a lot of people that think that they're the only ones that have ever had a panic attack or that they're the only ones that look weird getting anxious. But anxiety is a normal emotion. We all get some sort of anxiety, some worse than others. Of course, a generalized anxiety disorder is a little bit more severe, but we all get a little anxious and we all eventually will have some sort of severe anxiety when something happens. Um, and so you want to not fear it because fear, the more we fear it, the more it's going to happen. The more we stress out about it, the more it's going to happen. So learning not to fear anxiety. So one of the things that I tell my clients to do is to just put the responsibility on me. So now that we're learning and you're learning from me, and this is the first episode of learning how to get rid of your anxiety, I want you to put that responsibility on me and tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to start listening to the episodes. The anxiety doctor is going to help me, so I'm not going to worry about it. So try to just tell yourself that just, you know, I'm anxious, but I'm not going to fear it. So a lot of positive self-talk, telling yourself that you're not in danger, that you're safe, that nothing's wrong with you besides the anxiety, right? But nothing else is wrong with you and that you're going to be fine. Most panic attacks last 5, 10, 15 minutes. Now, can we prolong that? There's some people that will tell me, no, my anxiety lasts forever or that panic attack lasts forever. Yes, we can pause or try to pause our anxiety and sometimes it just lingers around. So try to not pause your anxiety. It's just like a movie. If you, if you watch and you're ready to watch a two-hour um, movie, but then you're pausing it every 15 minutes for about five minutes. 
then that two-hour movie is going to be way longer than two hours. So instead of trying to stop your panic attack, embrace it. And I know it's hard and I know you're probably thinking like, what is she talking about? What do you mean embrace this horrible thing that's happening to my body? But the more you not accept it, right? Because we don't want to be like, oh, I love my anxiety. But the more you don't fear it, the more you just say, you know what? Bring it on. The shorter it's going to be. And the more you do that, the less panic attacks you'll have. Believe me, I've taught thousands of people this works. So next time you feel a panic attack or severe anxiety coming on, you're going to tell yourself, okay, it's just anxiety. I'm not in danger. I'm safe. Nothing's happening. Just the, this dreadful anxiety that I'm not going to fear anymore. And I'm not going to fear it. Bring it on. And I like to use sitting with your anxiety. It's what I tell my clients to do. So sitting with your anxiety is just doing exactly that. Okay, bring it on. Come on, anxiety. What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to tell me? And if you say that, usually you know. Sometimes it's like, oh, I've been drinking too much caffeine. Or, mm, you know, I worked out a lot and, and then I got scared. My phone rang and it spooked me. And that can cause your body to react. And, you know, any type of fear can make um, and create the anxiety. Or I've been taking too much on my, you know, my plate and I've been rushing and I haven't had time for myself. Whatever it is, when you listen to your anxiety, it will tell you what you need to do. So listen to your anxiety. What is it? You know what? I got into this bad situation and now I'm like super stressed out about it. And I am causing my stress is causing the anxiety. Whatever it is, your anxiety will let you know what it is. But yes, there are sometimes that it's nothing. Nothing really is going on and the anxiety will still come on. But even then, sit with your anxiety and I guarantee you it will get better. Now, of course, we want to remember that we want to do all the stuff that I've told you all to do before. Just in case it's your hormones, just in case it's something going on with, you know, maybe your vitamin D is off, you want to make sure you get your blood work done just to rule out any um, lack of vitamin, lack of minerals, lack of um, hormones, whatever, because that can cause anxiety. So as long as you're fine and you're levels and everything else has come back normal, then this will work for you. Sitting with your anxiety and the more you sit with it, the more you do it, the less it's going to happen. And when it does happen, you're not going to fear it. So it's going to be shorter and shorter and shorter. So sitting with your anxiety, that is the very first step that you need to do is you need to learn. Now, like I said, it's going to take time you not to fear it. It's not going to be just one, two, three, five, six, seven times. It's going to take more than that. 
But the more you do it, the more you'll see. You'll see even after like the second one, you'll see the anxiety is a lot less. It's shorter. But you want to continue doing that. Just trust me. Another thing is trusting your therapist. If you don't have a therapist, I recommend you see one. But if you don't, that's okay. Um, Of course, this is not therapy. I should say that right in the beginning. This is education. Um, But if you do have a therapist, you want to make sure that you trust them. Therapy is not going to work if you don't trust them. And if you don't trust them, then find another one. You can always look for another therapist. It's better to be with someone you trust than to go to therapy with someone that you don't trust and you don't feel comfortable with. You can always make sure that you find a therapist or change therapists. doesn't matter how many times until you find someone that you truly like and that you um, trust for sure. So that is step one. Do this often, anytime that you have anxiety. But as far as you telling yourself that you're not in danger and that you're fine, do it all the time. If you feel like, you know what, every time I go to the movies, I know that I'm going to get anxious, say it. You know, it's the movies, I'm fine. And if I do get anxious, so what? I'll sit with it. And let me know how it goes. That is the first step. And I think that's all I have for you today. I am super, super happy that I was able to record this podcast because I've been super busy and I need to practice what I preach and stop um, and take care of myself. (laughs) But um, I'm glad that I was able to record this podcast. So for those of you that are new, thank you so much for joining and listening in. For those of you that have been listening to me, I truly appreciate you all. I get a lot of amazing messages um, of people saying that it's helped them and that keeps me going. And I know that's why I was like, oh, I need to make sure that I record a podcast and start with teaching them from the beginning what they need to do. And so this is it. This is the first step. And I know that you will get better and you should know that too. Trust in not only me, if you trust me, but trust in yourself too, that you'll be able to minimize that anxiety and that you'll be able to get through this. So that's all I have for you. If you um, enjoy this podcast, give me, I never asked for this, but apparently it's good for exposure or whatever for more people to find this podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, give me a rating if you're on Apple. Um, I would truly appreciate that. And I will see you all soon. Always remember to be good to yourself and others. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.